Good morning, and thank you for joining us here on The Extra, the show that connects you with the issues, topics, and people that are important to you. Well, once a month, regular listeners know this, that we hear from the fine folks at the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado with all the consumer protection tips that you need to know to keep your money and your identity and your uh, secret information uh, safe from predators. Uh, But in the meantime, we are entering the holiday shopping season, so right? Right now, we've got some interesting tips that are going to apply to everyone listening. So I'd like to welcome to the show, first of all, Paul Myers-Bennett, Vice President of Marketing and Events for the BBB. Welcome to the show, Paul. Thank you so much. Very excited to be here. And we also have Jonathan Liebert, who's CEO and Executive Director of the BBB of Southern Colorado. Jonathan, thanks for joining us this morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us today. Well, let's start with you, Jonathan. Uh, There are so many aspects of online holiday shopping that we can unpack, but one of them has to be uh, what we can do about making it safe for uh, the younger kids out there. Yes, let's let's start with that. We got lots of, of of good tips and tricks, I think, for everybody today. But let's start with uh, a parent parent guides, and really making sure that the parents who are looking for toys for their their young ones really have a safe and efficient uh, holiday. A lot of things are being done to make sure people can get those toys, but in terms of marketing and promotions, but you know, you want to make sure that everything that is being said is accurate. And you also want to make sure that you're taking a look at a couple different things that we're going to go through today. So the thing that I'm going to reference first is just um, a lot of this information comes from an organization people may or may not be uh, aware of, but it's called the Children's Advertising Review Unit. This is actually a better business Bureau program that's crafted to create recommendations for parents and guardians so they can help them make these informed purchasing decisions. So this is the information in terms of where the data is kind of coming from. There's a whole kind of division that looks at these types of products and makes sure they're passing along good information to parents. So the first thing we like to tell people for looking for stuff for kids is that there's always those, those hottest toys. And people may look at that list or maybe they'll see those lists. And what's important to, to everybody and, and, and folks to make sure that they're aware of is that this list that's created, this could be stuff that's sold online or in stores, this is based on what the retailer's expectations of what's going to sell well. And so it might be the hottest toy because it sells a lot or they want to promote it because that's what they want to sell you and they're going to market it that way as the hottest toy. But what's important to note is that these lists aren't necessarily going to reveal how safe those toys are or I think more specifically in this day and age, the privacy considerations. If that toy is connected, this may be collecting personal information. It might be recording stuff. And so it's just important parents kind of know that. So these lists are great from a marketing perspective, but they do not imply any kind of endorsement about the toy's safety or its privacy and its data collection practices. So a couple of things to watch out for. Uh, one, you know, clearly take a look when you're looking at a privacy policy for any of these toys. It should clearly outline what information the toy collects from its users and from children. I think a lot of people are aware from an adult perspective of, of what's tracking you, what apps are following you, collecting information, right? But most people don't think about that this could be done to a family through a child's toy or an app that a child uses. So you got to think about this stuff because it can collect data. So when you're looking at these toys and doing your research, make sure there's a privacy policy. If there's not, 
and it's, and it's digitally connected to something, you should be concerned. Now, if it has a privacy policy, then what you want to look for is that it tells you specifically what it's correcting. It tells you specifically who's responsible for gathering the information. It'll tell you how the information is stored, and it will tell you what manner the information is used. Um, again, as a parent, you, you are in kind of control of this, but a lot of times parents just why would they want data on a kid or why would they want data on this? And, you know, they kind of hit that accept, 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 give, give the, the, to, the toy to the kid and, and they're good to go or it's stored on their phone, the parent's phone, and they don't necessarily go and look through that. So just pay attention to that. Make sure you know what you're signing up for with these toys. And then depending on the data collected from children, some connected toys are going to require your consent. Most of them will. So again, read that. Make sure that it makes sense. Make sure you know what you're kind of signing up for. Uh, I know that kid's probably going to want that toy and move on quickly, but you just got to be aware of some of this information that's out there. Um, if you have any issues with this, you know you can obviously contact Better Business Bureau. We can we can put some information out there. Um, there's obviously other things you can do, but specifically make sure that you're aware that for these connected toys that there might be policy and privacy issues that go with that. Mm-hmm. The other thing to remember too is just really making sure that you know how that product works and making sure that you're attentive to, to kind of what's going on with the accessories that come with it. So I think if you're buying something in the store, you'll know if there's batteries that are required or additional things. There might be a picture of lots of things, but you only get one toy. It's easy to see in the store. But if you're buying things online, you want to make sure you do a little bit of research to make sure that the picture might not always be what you get. So make sure you re- read the reviews. Make sure you review those online descriptions of the product and what you're going to get because you might not get everything that they're showing you. So a couple of things to be aware of there. All right. Sounds good. Uh, it, it, so uh, that's just uh, looking be at maybe what you're getting. What about how it's sent? Yeah, that's another good thing to think about. And I think, again, we're all aware that we've got to be careful with these uh, phishing attacks based on the packages. And you want to make sure that, one, you're buying from a reputable website. Um, and again, I, I just had this conversation with somebody where they were looking for this sold-out scooter. It was sold out everywhere. And then on one day, they're sold out. Then the next day, they're like, I'm going to go look again. And then magically, these, these new sites popped up with companies they've never heard of before that had this scooter that was sold out everywhere else at major retailers, and it was um, 30% off. So it's like, well, that's a scam, you know, more than likely. You've got you to be careful of websites you don't trust or you've never heard of, and that, wait, it's cheaper here than it is on a major retailer? That, so red flag. So be aware of that. Uh, but again, as those packages are coming in, you want to make sure that you are tracking you know, the information the, co- the correct way. So if you made a, a purchase and you, and you sign up for the tracking service and those types of things, be aware that they might just, uh, scammers might try to send you other types of information so that they can get information from you. So uh, packages are going to be coming all over the place. Be careful on those links that you click that telling you that a package was delayed or there's a shipping order. Um, just be really, really wary. Um, because again, this happens all year long, but now people do have packages coming. So you re- really need to make sure uh, that you're watching out for that. And then again, you might be waiting for special deliveries as well. So know what you ordered, know where it's coming from. Make sure you, you're kind of verifying the legitimacy of that email address before you click on any of those links. And if you feel nervous or suspicious about that email, don't click anything. Go back to the original order confirmation email that you got from that company or go to their website to make sure that what they're actually sending you is, is really an issue and it's not just a scammer trying to take advantage of the fact that they know you've got 
a whole bunch of packages coming to your house. Right, indeed. Uh, when we come back, let's talk more and unpack more about uh, doing those transactions, making sure we're as safe as possible and, and keeping our information safe, literally. Um, that's when the extra continues. Also, we'll ask Paul about the 12 scams of Christmas. Sounds intriguing, doesn't it? Keep on listening for that and much more here on The Extra. You're listening to KRDO News Radio. We're back with our guests and Jonathan Liebert and Paul Myers-Bennett of the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado. Jonathan is the CEO there. Uh, Let's talk about uh, distinguishing between naughty and nice purchases. I mean, how can we stay safe in making those transactions? Yeah, that's just definitely something everybody needs to kind of pay attention to with these these naughty and nice nice kind of kind of processes. And so, this is something that everybody needs to be aware of. And so, if you come across products, toys, and connected devices, anything that has online services or advertisements that are directed to children this holiday season, if you're concerned about that, please report it to bb.org/scamtracker or to the Children's Advertising Review Unit, that C-A-R-U that I mentioned before, that's on their website at bbbprograms.org. You're going to see a lot of interesting stuff this year, and the more information that BBB has, the more information we can use to protect you in the future. So we want to know about this stuff. So if you see interesting things, strange things, scams, please let us know. That would be fantastic. All right. And, and there is that Children's Advertising Review Unit that I'm sure would like to hear about these things, like you said. Right now, let's turn to Paul Myers-Bennett. And Paul, let's talk about the 12 scams of Christmas. Uh, what can people be falling for here that uh, hopefully they'll get this warning and steer clear of? That's right, Shannon. Uh, there, We've identified 12. I uh, wish they were more fun, but they're, they're not fun. But the first one is a lookalike website scam. So when a store sells out, Jonathan mentioned this a little bit earlier, but you may find items from online from a different website than the official retailers. And remember that it's very, very easy for someone to mimic a real website. So some sellers will take and make a fake website, take your money and run and leave you with no gift or uh, money to buy it elsewhere, or they'll put on uh, you know, a fake gift. So that's the first one. Look alike websites. Watch out for those. Number two, social media gift exchange. And this one's interesting, and this is, this is pretty new this year. It's purchasing one gift and receiving 36 sounds like a great deal. Uh, but this is a seasonal scam, and it's actually a pyramid scheme. So these pyramid schemes are, uh, you know, um, you see them on, on gift exchanges, and, and they're a little bit new this year. So watch out for social media gift exchanges. Grandparent scams. So seniors should be extremely cautious if they get a call from their grandchild claiming to be in an accident, or from someone, I'm sorry, claiming that their grandchild was in an accident, that they were arrested, that they were hospitalized, and specifically if they were traveling uh, in a different country. Uh, Never ever send money unless you can confirm directly with that grandchild or another family member that it's true that that event happened and that, in fact, they are outside of the, the country or state. Um, number four, temporary holiday jobs. So we all know that retailers and delivery services need extra help during the holidays, but be aware that uh, the so- solicitations that require you to share a lot of personal information online or to pay for a job lead to get uh, 
uh, a potential holiday job, just be aware of that. Make sure that you apply in person or go to the retailer's main website to find out who's hiring. So don't, don't give out your uh, information freely. Number five, free gift cards. So pop-up ads or emailing or emails offering free gift cards are often just a ploy to get your personal information that can be used later in identity theft. So don't give, uh, give away your information just to get a potential free gift card. E-cards. I think most of us have gotten these. They're electronic greeting cards and they're super fun, but do be careful. If you don't recognize the sender who sent that to you or the website, don't click on it. Uh, don't click on that on your computer because it can affect your computer and get your information. Um, number seven, fake shipping notifications. So these have attachments or links to sites that will download malware onto your computer and steal your identity and your passwords. So don't be fooled by a holiday phishing scam. Mm. Attract the shipping of a gift. Uh, make sure to go directly to the shipper's website that you purchased that gift from and enter the tracking numbers rather than clicking on a link in an email. My daughter almost fell for that just the other day. And she was so insistent. She was so excited that she had been shipped a gift, you know, very, oh, who shipped it to me? I don't know what it is. I'm not expecting anything. And she insisted, I mean, like three times she wanted us to check on it. And I kept saying, nope, this is fake. This is fake. This is fake. Well, it's hard because the emotions are there. We all know it when it's just like, hey, this is exciting. This is out of the blue, but it's also probably not real. So be be careful. And that includes your 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 mobile device, your cell phone. Um, just it doesn't have to be that you're sitting on your computer. So, you know, watch watch for text messages as well. Um, number eight, Shannon, is is phony charities. So everyone is is in a generous mood during the holidays. And so sadly, scammers take advantage of that and they, they fake charity solicitations in emails, on social media sites, and even by text. So if you're interested in giving this holiday season, visit give.org before donating. That's a, or, or the trusted uh, charities that you're interested in, their direct sites, and, and, and go that way. Um, number nine, letters from Santa. So several trusted companies offer charming and personalized letters from Santa. But scammers mimic these to get personal information from unsuspecting parents. So if an app or website is asking for an extensive personal information, just consider that a red flag. That's not something you should have to give to get a letter from Santa. Um, unusual forms of payment is number 10. Be wary of anyone who asks you to pay for a holiday purchase using a prepaid debit card, gift card, wire transfers, third parties. These uh, Payment sources can't be traced, and so they can't be undone. So if you were to give some pay for something, you know, with a gift card or a wire wire transfer, your your money's just gone. So be be aware of that versus you know credit card, for example. All right, we've got two more, and they are travel scams. With the busy ball, the busy holiday season, bargains can be tempting, but be cautious when booking tickets online. Online purchases of tickets. Um, you want you don't want to go to to sites you don't know, so make sure you purchase those those travel tickets with respected, legitimate, and well-reviewed travel websites. Um, often scammers create fake websites with great deals that can really tempt consumers. Um, so especially here during the holidays. And then the final one, sadly, this one's it goes on every year. And it's puppy scams. 
Be very careful of buying pets online. So puppy scams cost consumers literally millions of dollars a year, and especially during the holidays when someone's wanting to get that special pet for a family member. Uh, you may get a puppy mill uh, pooch with problems, or you may actually get nothing because the scammers strung you along asking for more and more information and more money until finally, once you stop giving more money for various fees, the scammers typically just disappear and you've lost your money and have no pets. So I guess if, if you fall prey to any of these 12 scams of Christmas, what you need to do is report the possible scam to your bank and financial institutions. Of course, if you used a credit card, uh, go ahead and uh, and check on that and try and get money back that way. Keep a close eye on that credit report. Report scams to our the Better Business Bureau Scam Tracker, which is bbb.org forward slash scam tracker. And then just always look for uh, good businesses on bbb.org before buying. That's That's why we exist. All right. Uh, excellent advice there. And uh, I love the ideas that you're giving people to uh, maybe protect themselves and help that uh, this doesn't become the season where the Grinch won <laughs> and, and it's hard to not grow uh, two sizes too big. <laughs> All right. We need to take another break here, gentlemen. Jonathan Liebert and Paul Myers Bennett from the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado are our guests today here on The Extra. You're listening to KRDO News Radio. We're back with the extra, and our guest today, Jonathan Liebert, the president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado, and his uh, trusty vice president of marketing and events, Paul Myers Bennett. Trusty, that, that's a nice little adjective that I just threw in there, but it's so appropriate when you're talking about the BBB, right? <laughs> that's, that's correct. We love it. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Jonathan uh, fake package delivery scams, and and this is something we kind of touched on just a little while ago, mm-hmm. and this it, it it's expanded, and unfortunately, I don't know why the scammers have just centered on this, but they seem to have done so. Yeah, it, it really has, and and I did mention it briefly, and it's worth mentioning again in greater detail now because this is just one of those things that we've seen more and more things happen because. Since the pandemic, more people have been buying things online. So most people are getting packages on a fairly regular basis. Um, A lot of people don't like going to stores anymore. (laughs) They'll just order it, shows up at their front porch, and that's great. It's great until you get, you know, a porch pirate who steals that, or you get people that are trying to steal your information. And so it's just important for everybody to listen to this piece, too, because online purchases and package deliveries, as I mentioned, just kind of skyrocketed since COVID. But obviously, during the holiday season, it's going to go up even more. So this is a great opportunity for scammers to use this to trick all of you that are too busy to to deal with a lot of this shopping, um, and it's going to be sent to your front door. Uh, This is a great way for them to scam you. So there's a couple things you need to know about. The first one, and there's a lot of different scams. We're only going to talk about a couple of these. Just be aware of any package you know, type of tracking that's going to come through. But here's an example of one. And this is, this is a great one that you're going to see probably this, this holiday season. So you, you might receive a text from somebody that appears to be a delivery driver that's looking for your home. And the text might say something like this. Hi, my name's Tony. I work for FedEx. I'm trying to find your house. Please call me and immediately, right? And they'll put a number in there. This message is going to be like a little bit strange to you because usually you're not going to get those calls throughout the rest of the year. But 
you're trying to get that package before the holidays, before Christmas, so you can wrap it, etc. So you're like, ah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to call. Trust your gut on this one. If it seems weird to you, then, 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 then don't follow through with it. It's probably a scam. But if you do call the number, this is what's going to happen. They're going to ask you to confirm your personal details, your name, your address, and maybe even your credit card information. Huge red flag. And if you don't remember ordering anything that needs to be delivered, this caller might try to convince you that the package is a gift from a friend or a relative which obviously you would have no idea. So according to our BBB Scam Tracker reports, um, the callers are often friendly and professional, making the scam harder to spot. And you, you might believe them, but the trick is you've got to spot this stuff and know that, it, that it's not real. Um, the other thing to look out for are just general text or email messages that are asking you to reschedule a delivery or pay a small delivery fee. These messages can really look legitimate. They might contain official logos. They might use professional language. But if you click on that link. And again, I tell people all year long, don't click the links. If you're <laughs> if you're nervous about it, don't click don't that click. link. Don't click. Don't click. You're, you're going to download malware on your computer, uh, and it's going to give these con artists the ability to, to get access to your personal information and passwords. That's what they're looking for. So a lot of times people don't realize that, okay, I clicked that link, nothing happened. Or I called that number, and the package never showed. You know, they're trying to get information out of you, right? Um, you may not give them cash. In some cases, they're going for that. In this case, they're usually trying to get information from you that they'll take your personal information, then they'll sell that on their end for cash. But what's important to know in these examples I just gave you is that in either case, typically the package does not exist, and you just gave up personal information that will be in the hands of these current artists. And now you're going to be at risk for identity theft, so that might not occur till the new year, a gift from the scammers. So you've got to watch out for this stuff. And and even just offering uh, like uh, responses, sometimes they're just trying to get you to say the word yes or maybe the word no, and that they can work into their permissions of what they can. Like for instance, if you're calling back, right? Yeah, absolutely. And here's the scarier part. So that's we're already seeing that even evolve more. Scammer with with AI. All this stuff's going to get more sophisticated with AI. Scammers now only need three seconds of your voice, of a recording of your voice, which is basically your cell phone greeting, um, to take that, run it through AI software, and they can replicate your voice. So car artists are going to have access to higher um, you know, levels of technology that can reproduce your voice to get more stuff, to call a bank and impersonate you. Um, video's coming. we got a, about a year or two for that, which is terrifying. But you've got to be so careful with this stuff. I mean, you, you really do. But just be aware that this technology, as it gets better and we use it for all these other cool, wonderful things, it can also be used against us. So just be aware that that can be happening. All right. Uh, so much to unpack there. And uh, definitely we have much more to talk about. Uh, let's transition and turn it over to Paul. Paul... <laughs> We've been talking about, you know, the delivery scam, but there's a way that we can all fight back against these crooks, fight back against the Grinches who are out there and the people who are uh, the bad Santas who are out there trying to steal our holiday joy. Tell us about that. You know, that's right. There is, uh, I think that the number one thing that's happening is people feel embarrassed and they're, they don't want to... Uh, they just feel bad when they've been scammed and they don't want others to, to uh, um, know that they've been scammed. But that's really the worst. The, what you want to do is make sure that others do it know. And it can be confidential, and I'll tell you how here in a second, so that it doesn't happen to others. And so that uh, the state and BBB and others can help track down these, these fraudsters and, and stop them, So and, and the police as well. So we have, the Better Business Bureau has had for years, 
um, a tool called the BBB Scam Tracker Reporting Tool. So it's an online tool that enables consumers and businesses to report scams in an effort to prevent others from falling prey to similar cons. So users can look up a potential scam by a phone number, an email, a website, uh, or other categories to see what's been reported by others. So if you get that strange phone number and you wonder, I wonder if this is a scam, you can plug it in and, and start reading if others have been um, taken advantage by that number. So the BBB estimates that our scam tracker website saves consumers around well, tens of millions of dollars each year. Um, and so this is throughout Canada and and the United States where folks put in who's been scamming them and how they've been scammed so that others can figure it out. So when in doubt, check Scam Tracker or BBB.org first before doing any deals that say, seem just too good to be true. So not only do we read every uh, read and research every report that's submitted, we reach out uh, with an annual report that compiles all the data. Uh, we provide this you know, to KRDO, for example, so that you know um, what, is, what is happening in the, in the scam world. What's the, what are the new scams? And the scam tracker is just a good way to shed light on how scams are perpetrated, who is being targeted, because it does change. Sometimes it's, a, it's targeting men. Sometimes it's targeting women. Sadly, sometimes around Christmas here, it's targeting children. Um, or, or you know, some seniors, and so it will. It really tracks what's going to have the greatest impact and the behaviors and factors that will impact a person's susceptibility to scams. So, once again, it's very important to report your scams to the Better Business Bureau or other agencies to help prevent the same scams from happening in the future. And Shannon, again, that uh, I think I said it earlier in the program, but it's very easy and it's free. It's just bbb.org/scamtracker. And so just make sure to give that a look if you feel unsure about something and um, want to get some more information. Okay, great. Well, we have to take a break here, gentlemen. When we come back, more from the Better Business Bureau's Jonathan Liebert and Paul Myers-Bennett. We're back with the extra and the show that connects you to the issues, topics, and people that are important to you. Jonathan Liebert, the president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado, joining us on the KRDO Newsline, along with Paul Myers-Bennett, vice president of marketing and communications. And um, let's talk about, uh, so we're at the holidays. We've been talking a lot about uh, shopping and protecting ourselves. But right around the corner is that time when people want to turn over a new leaf and set uh, resolutions for the new year. How can we be better consumers in the new year? I mean, what sort of suggestions would you make? Uh, Jonathan, do you want to take this or Paul? Yeah, I think absolutely. There's, there's a lot we can do. I mean, obviously, you want to make sure you're being safe. You want to make sure you're, you're protecting yourself and your family from scammers, as we mentioned. But I think there's another big way to um, now during the holidays and definitely in the new year is don't forget about those small local shops. We have great small businesses here in our community. We have a lot of great stuff in downtown Colorado Springs. And um, it's, it's a little bit slower this year than it has been in the past. And so these small businesses need your help this holiday season and carrying that into the new year. Um, don't forget to shop local. You're going to shop with a lot of purpose. 
about 70% of that money that you spend stays here in the local community versus spending online or spending outside of the springs. And so we want to keep these, these shops here in town. We want to help our local community. We want to show support for these people. And so this is just something that we talk about throughout the year. But I mean, now more than ever during this kind of holiday season, these local businesses are really counting on folks to come in and shop with them and buy local, buy small. All right, fantastic. And and you have an event coming up in January. Why don't you tell people about this this event and and how people can learn more? Well, Shannon, uh, KRDO has been involved with this many times in the past 30 years. Next year is our 30th year of the Excellence in Customer Service program. And that all goes down and is uh, commemorated with our, our annual gala called A Night of Excellence. And uh, what it is, the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado has this Excellence in Customer Service, or the EICS Award, and it's a comprehensive review of an applicant company's customer service systems. It's based on the Malcolm Baldrige National Quality Award, and all accredited businesses are invited to participate. Uh, what it does is it, you know, say you have good customer service today. Uh, if that uh, one person leaves, you know, will you have it tomorrow? It makes sure that the systems are in place just to have uh, ongoing great customer service. Um, it's a it's a very detailed, cool process, inexpensive, and will just uh, really benefit any small business. So, if you want to take that challenge, the first step, uh, give look at a night of to register for a free uh, writing workshop. There you can ask any questions. There are folks that have already taken the program that can answer them. There are the evaluators that are independent from the Better Business Bureau who come in and look through just all your customer service programs. And it's just a, it's a really neat way to uh, grow your customer service program and enhance your business and help your customers. So uh, not a a uh, better thing to do around the holidays and especially launching into 2024. So it's on January 11th at 8 a.m. And again, if you want more information, a night of org. Fantastic. And finally, as we close out, uh, let's have Jonathan rejoin us again. And Jonathan, there's something that the Better Business Bureau is all about, and that's shopping local for good. So tell us about that. So one of the new programs that we have that we started this year is called BBB for Good. This is a program that verifies a business's claims of social or environmental good. A lot of people want to buy with purpose. They want to buy with a business that's going to give back to the local community. And we have a lot, greater, a lot of great businesses in town that do this. Colorado has a strong, strong history of kind of philanthropic giving. But now it's more strategic. Now it's more focused. Now it's uh, even better. And so what we do is we go around with this BBB for Good and it's a circular trust mark, a circular logo that businesses in Colorado Springs are beginning to earn. This is a new program. But again, we are verifying these businesses, so the folks that earn this, uh, we have verified that they're actually doing what they say they're doing. So somebody says they're giving away 10% of, of, of profits to charity, or somebody says you buy when we give one, or somebody says we're giving this to a local nonprofit. We're verifying those claims. And so we got a lot of great people in town that are doing this. Some people are doing it better than others. And so I think just in general, you want to watch out for some of these claims of just social or environmental good, do your homework, do your research. But this BBB for good program that we're doing is actually going and verifying these with businesses. So it's a great opportunity for consumers to know that you're buying, again, from a trusted business. 
All right. Well, I think we're coming uh, to the end and we're almost out of time. But uh, again, if people would like to find out more, where should they go and and how to report on some of these scams that they may encounter, like the one that nearly tripped up myself and my daughter? Well, they can always reach out for more information at bbb.org. We have a lot of really good information on there. We're always updating our website with uh, scam information, helpful tips and tricks, training and education. Uh, But the other piece is that scam tracker tool that we have. So it's bbb.org slash scam tracker. Just search in Google for BBB scam tracker. You can look up local reports on scams. You can also report those scams. And that's so critical that people report this information to us. This is a crowdsourcing database. It provides us a lot of information and data for the next year into the future. We work with local law enforcement. We work with with, uh, state and federal agencies. This data is so important. So the more information we have, the better we can protect all of you. So if you see something strange or you want to report something, please report it to the Better Business Bureau at that Scam Tracker website. All right. Well, to both of you, uh, Paul Myers-Bennett and Jonathan Liebert, want to wish you a happy holidays. And thank you for all the good information to keep us safe this holiday season. And happy holidays to you and all the listeners. You've been listening to The Extra here on KRDO News Radio. Thanks so much for joining us for this hour of conversation, giving you some important consumer protection tips. We've got Tom Martino up after the top of the hour, and we'll be back again tomorrow with more The Extra from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on KRDO News Radio.